0: Look
1: what we have here, ladies and gentlemen. I am Dr. Chris Featherstone. This guy to the right of me is Vince Russo. And we've got uh, someone in the bottom there reading a book.
2: Oh, I'm um, sorry.
1: Hey, I'm sorry. how's it going? Bill After's in the oh. book. <laughs> <warrior.
2: laughs> great, great to be here. And That's, I'm thrilled. You are saying that. I am uh, thrilled <laughs> to be back with you, Chris. And, uh, um, Vince Russo and I haven't seen each other in a long time.
1: Yes, they were bromancing. Uh for yeah, about we were 10 bromancing minutes. with, with, uh,
2: with <laughs> we the original bros because we've <laughs> known each other actually since Vince got into the business. Very uh, nice. He was uh I was telling him that he and uh, John Arizzi produced the first wrestling convention I ever nice. remember going to and photographing and then when Vince was uh at uh, WWF and not allowed to talk to any of the people from the magazines. We talked all the time and uh, I love him to death. This is uh,
3: Chris. You are looking uh, the people watching this show on sports kid. This is the original gimmick right here, bro. This, I appreciate that. This okay. is okay. The, the greatest gimmick of all time, bro. This man right here, this man right here. And I'm going to say this now, Chris. You know, a lot of people you always hear about the WWE Hall of Fame and who's who's not in it that should be in it. Mr. Raptor, there are three people at the top of my list. It's it, it the the WWE Hall of Fame will always be a sham until these three people are in the Hall of Fame? Are you ready, Mr. Raptor? Right,
2: it's George Napolitano, Frank Amato, the other photographer around Too the smart. ring. smart third guy.
3: Are you ready, Mr. Raptor? I'm ready. <laughs> you and I will agree on this one. Come on, Mr. Raptor. Yeah. The great Ivan Koloff. Come on. Oh, absolutely,
2: absolutely.
3: Great. Here's another one that's laughable to me the great steve lombardi bro unless we are unless we are ranking this on a one loss record how many superstars already in the hall of fame did steve lombardi get over well not
2: only that he has a great loss record too
3: yes exactly true and yeah. of course dr chris the legendary uh, the pope the master uh, the greatest jerry lewis impersonator a uh, personal friend, of Tiny Tim, the yes. great Bill. How how is there a Hall of Fame without Bill? After Doctor, mm-hmm. how how there
1: is no Hall of
3: Fame.
2: Well, I'm going to show Bill. you something. I have over here. I'm in six. This is my ladder of success. Look at I'm in at sixteen different. I'm in sixteen different Hall of Fames
3: are you serious person. bro uh, yeah. that is all what's Six, my
2: 16 what? of fans.
3: that is freaking and you're not in the wwe hall of fame
2: no not in the wwe hall of fame you know it's funny that um uh people have brought that up to um uh, uh, to paul of uh, triple h hunter hurst helmsley and um uh, uh he said you know he's heard a lot of people wanting me in there and he says you know eventually we should uh uh find a good reason and do this because there is a lot of people in the, uh, in the later years of the WWE, the younger fans and stuff like that, that don't have that historic knowledge of uh, who I am in the wrestling business. So yeah, I mean, I'm on the network.
3: I have a I have a conspiracy theory of why you're not in the WWE Hall of Fame. Let fact. me
2: listen. To, can I tape this? Okay.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to wait, tap in. Let,
2: let me get my cassette recorder here.
3: Okay, get it ready, Chris. I'm gonna tap you Hold in on, on this. Wait
2: a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a second.
3: Go ahead. There's it please. is possible, Chris, mm-hmm. that Vince McMahon.
2: Wait. I got the cassette.
3: Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Put the cassette in. Okay. It is possible that. Uh, Vince McMahon has already inducted uh, Bill Aptor into the WWE Hall of Fame, but nobody understood what he was saying. Nobody heard him. Yeah, Mr. McMahon, can you make the uh, induction of the Hall of Fame? Well,
2: no, no, no. The the deal is I heard I was inducted, but I was banned from... WWE. <laughs> that Ms. could be. That be, could you know, be the case. Don't let but... him bring a camera into this building. Unquestioned. No, that's
1: not Vince McMahon anymore, Bill. After no, no as more. Man. We've seen in the past couple of weeks. Go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> go
3: ahead, ahead
1: Doctor.
2: No, no, no. Wait, what, what, I didn't. I didn't understand what you said. Let me. You let know. me do you're, my you're, gimmick, you're, Bill. After. Let Mero, me do, go, my do my gimmick. Go right <laughs> ahead. You're really about not to
3: understand. <laughs> go ahead, uh, Mister McMahon. Induct <laughs> the great Bill. After. Go ahead. No. I like to make a special.
2: Go ahead,
1: Chris. And that's he's probably a Legend of Business and he's a really good guy. Eh? He's a build up job to one rest a good job. Here. Congratulations. There it is, right there.
2: Well, unquestionably, this is younger Vincent, you're fired.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm older Vincent, not even need <laughs> Chris. I cannot
2: hear when they're doing the vignettes. And I think we, we talked about this on another show, Chris when they're doing the vignettes backstage with Vince, not only can you not hear him, but you also can't hear the other person. can hear theory. The they correct. used to mic these people yes. really well backstage. And now, you know, I, I have to literally turn my oh, uh, did, Sony man. TV up to like 140. That's what I am right. putting my yes. thing
3: up to 50. Like, so yes. can I please try to understand what the man is trying right. to say? Mumbling do? Vince I mean, is a gimmick. Very, well. very grateful. For yes, indeed. Doing, yes, I indeed. Yeah. Well, let me let uh, me ask let me ask Mr. Raptor a question indeed. now. Mr.
2: Apter, Call me Bill, Bill or Wonderful Willie. No, Mr.
3: Raptor, you always be. Mr. Raptor. Listen, we listen, Chris. I hope you learned on our Instagram show, the first show with DDP. Mm-hmm. DDP ain't gonna bury anything, which is gonna make it very, very, very difficult. Because Mr. Raptor, when something is bad, I say it's bad. I want to ask your opinion on this, okay? I I had the uh, honor and privilege of writing for Mr. McMahon, okay? when he was full of piss and vinegar and him in Austin has some of the greatest television in the history of wrestling. I had the honor to be smack in the middle of that. Yep. When I'm watching these scenes now with, you know, Vince and Austin Theory, I am thinking this tarnishes his legacy. I, for one, Mr. I don't want to see Vince McMahon in this light. I'm sorry. D- does that make me a bad guy? No,
2: no, no. Right. It's a, it's a, uh, I get, you know, this may sound very crazy. And as you know, I'm always protecting the business. Right. One of the people who, uh, uh, I won't mention his name on here, but he said, Bill After's book sucks because he doesn't bury anybody. (laughs) Um, You know who I'm talking about. But I don't think that's burying him. No, no, no. No, What what I want to say is that, A, I think in terms of televised video production, they could make what they're doing with he and Austin Theory, where he can, Vince can look a lot better and sound a lot better. I think a lot to do with this is like when they take a an older star in show business and they bring them out of retirement. You know, they're not going to look great, and then maybe they're further behind the camera, but further away from the camera. Maybe they're made up a little, or they're not on as long, but they're very close. They're shooting from almost up above. Yeah, as well, and you know, people don't think of that, and it just it doesn't put him in a good light. The they're, way not pro- they're, doing they're,
3: not, they're not protecting him. They're not right. protecting exactly. him. I, I agree with that. I agree with exactly. that statement. Yes.
2: And why is he? The other thing is, I know he's still traveling with uh, the Raw show, but why is he actually even uh, even doing this at this point? What, what Boost is ratings? What, what is what's that?
1: Boost ratings.
2: But are the ratings going up that you know why? Because they're also not public that when he used to be on or Shane used to be on or Stephanie, they always plugged a McMahon was going to be on there. Mm -hmm. They don't do that anymore. Mr. McMahon will be here with the special announcement about Austin Theory Monday Mm -hmm. night. Okay, I might want to watch that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I don't know he's going to be on.
3: Yeah. (sighs) Good. Yeah, great points, Mr. Raptor. <clears throat> well, we
1: got a couple super chats. We'll start off with Jason Robbins with a two dollar super chat, bro. Vince, any blackjack lands? Oh, up? yeah.
3: I mean, Jason, if you listen to uh com, I mean, Chris, you know, and and Bill, like, he was really my mentor mm. at, at the WWE, no question about it, bro. I started off with vignettes and producing talent and writing the vignettes. And, uh, uh, Blackjack took me, uh, under his, uh, under his wing, man. He was a, uh, he was a great, great mentor of mine and taught me so, so much like around 1995 ish 94. He nice. taught me so much, man. Uh, he was great. He was great. Jack Lonza. I mean, Bill, you, you must've known Jack for a long time, right?
2: I did. I knew him back in the uh, days when he was in the WWA with, uh, uh Bobby Heenan and, uh, Uh, bruiser in that territory and he was always a nice guy he always came over and said hello to me and he i knew he wasn't pushing to get in the magazines but we always knew that he was uh he and lanza and i'm sorry he and mulligan and heenan were great material for the magazine so he was very nice he was uh well spoken he was very intelligent person as well he was very well read and uh and he loved the business yeah yeah very nice and he had a hell of a claw hold.
3: Yes, he did.
1: <laughs> ben sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. Does, uh, my, audio, does my audio sound bad? No. Uh, Wait, which Charlie Brown? Are Nick we Man. Oh, Nick Valiant. Valiant? Wah, 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 wah,
2: wah. <laughs> are we talking about the Jimmy Valiant Charlie Brown? Uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Long story. If, uh, long story. Long story. Long story, long story That's... Uh, Vince, you can that? only find on After clown. One Wrestling, ladies
2: and He's tell. a clown, that Charlie Brown. Yes, yes. In- Why is
3: everybody always picking on? Who's always riding on the wall? Who's always pooping in the hole? Let me go get my drum. Yes.
1: Come on now. Come on now. We can start.
2: By the way, the other part of After's Alley, beside a lot of memorabilia, in my other room, I have an entire singing studio in there i'm down there for an hour about every night that is awesome down there is go. that a show
3: do you have that do you have that show up anywhere that that should be a show
2: well somewhere i think or portland wrestling i think uh, when i did it at cauliflower they put up everything but the music because there was colleague there was a uh, copyright issues but did i do you? i do uh
3: would you be open to doing a karaoke show with me? Me and you just do karaoke. Would you be open to that? Can we discuss that? I do that? it
2: regularly. I, I entertain Steve Carino's mother for 45 minutes doing our our favorite Barry Manilow stuff. Tremendous. Oh, yeah. I also rap, Vince. Tremendous. I'm the only guy in the world. <laughs> Can rap Barry Manilow. Yeah, let's you know, her it. name was Lola. She was a showgirl at the Copa Copa Cabana, the hottest spot north of Havana. I got the whole thing. So, no, no, <laughs> I, I would definitely. I have I don't sing any songs that I don't know the lyrics to, I don't use the lyrics. And my uh, I'm a ballad and Broadway guy, also do a lot of uh. Uh, Tom Jones. So. Oh, my
3: God. You know, B- B- Bill, th- there are a couple things uh, yeah, people we'll do. don't know about me. I'm going to share two things with you. Number one, you just said it right there. Tom Jones was my very first idol as a kid. Remember remember the close up of the microphone, ladies and gentlemen? Tom this, Jones. And the hand would grab. No, this is Tom this Jones. This is Tom Jones. The grab would hit the hand. Would have. And um, yeah, uh, what was it? Oh, oh, and here, bro, you talk about show tunes. A lot of people don't notice about me, and I am not ashamed. I I have been a I'm a huge Liza Minnelli mark man. I've okay. seen Liza many many times, and I love that stuff, Mister.
2: I met her, uh, and it's part of my Andy Kaufman story that we can tell on another story. I met him her through uh, Andy Kaufman, but I do a lot of Broadway. Show. My hero from Broadway growing up was a man named Anthony Newley. Do you oh, of course him?
3: I know Anthony Newley. What right, kind well, of fool? What kind of fool am I? Come thanks, on, man!
2: I, I do all I do all his songs. I, I he helped mentor me in a high school production of "Stop the World, I Want to Get Off." So oh yeah! Wow. But Tom awesome. Jones used to end his show. He go, "Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and Unruh D, Dominic Bobamsa. Good night." I yes. was with Diamond Dallas Page and Clint Kimberly at an NWA convention, and he and I and his wife went to Kimberly. Rather went to see Tom Jones. She had no clue who he was.
0: Oh, never no. heard of
2: him. As soon as Do you, he came up, it's not unusual of course, but she didn't know, like I know, that he was one of the great ballad singers of yeah. all time. I've been in love so many so times. Many
3: times thought I, I, I knew we went song. backstage.
2: We went backstage and Paige said, I can't believe that Bill Aptor is marking out for this guy. I went over to Tom Jones and I said, could I do a quarter of a ballad song with you? And we sang a couple of bars of, uh, uh, I've been in love so many times. So uh, that song, and uh, but when I stood with him, the shock was he was just a little bit taller than yes. me. They used to shoot him up. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway can I tell you, that, I, tell
3: you uh, I gotta tell you my quick great uh, i'm sorry dr chris me and me no me no and,
2: uh, let's do ladies and gentlemen if you were wondering why we were 10 minutes late bro man it's let's do tom one jones. night of music Absolutely. let me give you my you one do you have, great, have let me let me a machine one, i'm just but alone you know, for the ride right yes,
3: let me go give for you for my it. one last my one great tom jones story go for
2: it. do you have do you have music and a machine to i got
3: everything i got everything well just sing whatever you want bro listen to my one tom jones story you'll get a kick out of this okay on my son's 21st birthday, I dragged him to Las Vegas because he was becoming a man, and I brought him to see Tom Jones. It was the first time I ever saw Tom Jones, my boyhood idol. So I'm sitting there with my son in Vegas, and I'm weeping and crying like a woman. My son's looking at me like, what the frick is wrong with you? But listen to this, Bill. You will get a big kick out of this. Bro, we're getting ready to leave, and I'm getting up. It was like a small theater, not big. Bro, walking right in front of me, exiting, the great Tony Curtis. I just about had a heart attack.
2: Wait, wait, wait. The great, you froze there. Tony
3: Curtis. Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. I about had a heart attack. All I could say was, Mr. Curtis, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And my son said, who was that? I said, Tony Curtis. And he says, who's that?
2: Ask any kid today who Jerry Lewis is. Oh, he was in the oh he was in the Nutty Professor movie with Eddie Murphy. <laughs>
3: all right, Chris go okay, ahead. Okay, enough of this. It's time
2: to go to RAW.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Chris, it's all Chris. We're not going. Let's we're see, not. Going. I
2: have Chris. Maybe we can do this on your show because yeah. I do this privately for people who like on Valentine's Day I'll call twenty people and do twenty minutes each. But I have a whole room here with the tracks and. A nice. beautiful sound system. And uh, what do you, before we get to Raw, what do you sing, Vince? What's your go-to song?
3: Uh, well, I, I, as a shoot, uh, uh, Mr. Raptor, I do a watch along on my Twitch channel every Monday night. Okay. And because we all hate Raw and we're bored by Raw and we just want the show to end, mm-hmm. they donate, everybody donates $5 to Russo's brand. I sing the song of their choice but i usually end up uh the last tune i sing is usually thunder road by the great bruce springsteen
2: okay that's springsteen
3: yeah springsteen anyway chris are we really going to go over the whole show not anymore no, we're like, we're not, going fine, not
1: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right here in our kid. No, not anymore. We're, this is this is. Uh, hey, I'm just alone for the ride, man. I'm, no, I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry. we, we, we ride got ride
2: taken ride. away, by, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm a showbiz. Yes. go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry, we're sorry. we are for three. Listen, listen. You don't have FF to school. apologize.
1: This twenty minutes is better than three hours of raw that up. Vince, he doesn't
2: know what the Catskills were. Ah, oh, uh, the great Catskills. Three years of my life. Three of the best summers of my life. The Catskills? oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Very nice.
1: Well, what I do know is that MVP started off uh, Raw with Bobby Lashley uh, in the ring promo. And it was interrupted by Biggie. Uh, by the way, uh, it's a unanimous vote that uh, this conversation of the past 20 minutes uh is better than raw. So uh, oh,
3: yes, don't, uh, don't feel that. don't feel bad. About I, I it. mean, Chris, did we not say last week we, did we not say it, it was gonna be a tag? I I mean I think everybody every, every every I mean come on, bro. Like yeah, everybody knew right we're gonna go to a tag because now we got the four people and yep. you
1: know very it was it was is I mean four was, people
2: yeah who's who's missing
1: the uh the, the four people for the day one match.
2: Oh gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Uh,
1: interrupted by Big E, Rollins and Owens attack Lashley, but Bill, after please explain this to me. Why in the world does MVP heal it up? Uh, Minneapolis boos Bobby Lashley. The two heels, Rollins and Owens, attack the most dominant heel on Raw, Bobby Lashley, and the babyface. Says, huh? I'm going to help the heel who wants to bury me alive, and I'm going to help him. Well, the other, the the other two guys attacked attacked by by the the other two
2: guys. The other two guys attacked them. Yeah, and if we go toward the uh, the mentality of the end of the night, we're supposed to wind up with an unusual tag team pairing of Big E. And Bobby Lashley, that's where they were going to. That was their logical reason on doing this. That oh my, that that kid sitting in the chair at twelve years old. Oh my God, Biggie and Bobby Lashley are going to team together.
3: That's show me, show me that. Show me that kid, kid. Mister. I would yeah. like to meet that kid. I don't yeah. think that. Kid, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that kid exists, uh, Mister. I, I'm I'm sorry. I I, I uh...
1: Vince, your take on it?
3: Why why why? <laughs> well, <laughs> do I, do? I'll, I'll do. tell you there's the the kid uh, i saw his name is paul Uh, i saw something i never thought i'd saw i saw before now mr raptor you cannot defend this one because i of (laughs) all my years of watching and you could talk about me and my swerves and this that and the other thing i had never seen a baby face figure out the heels plan but the heel gets the plan to work anyway yeah. to totally bury the baby face and make him look like a moron. I've never seen that in my life.
2: No, I and I agree with you, but I – see, I knew when Biggie
3: – No, I'm talking about Edge. I'm talking about the Edge. I'm yeah. talking about the Edge and Maurice when Edge yeah. was one oh, step, oh, oh, when oh, edge was one step ahead. About... Yeah, Edge was one was step no ahead. Segue. He figured it out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jumped the ahead. I'm trying, Mr. Abdur, <laughs> I'm trying to get us through this show. I'm trying to jump ahead.
2: <laughs>
3: try to get back to. to right, get go back ahead, to go up, ahead
2: Chris. I'm Come sorry. on, Bill. I'm so, what, what, what was up. your question about that?
3: Get ahead, Chris. Let's go in chronological order. I, we'll, we'll talk about no, it. We'll no, get no, no.
2: We're, we're, we're good. Keep keeping with this. I thought, uh, his lovely, gorgeous, beautiful wife, um, was, uh, almost close to a uh, an Emmy Award performance there, um, when she started crying. There, she was a little convincing there. And I when the Mrs. Music uh, hit and he came from the other side, of course, I knew it was going to be a ruse. But yeah, it just didn't... I don't know. Uh, Vince, what, like you said, you couldn't make sense of it. I really couldn't either accept yeah, you know, I mean
3: the, the, the baby face figured it out but they got it to work anyway which made the baby face look like a moron yeah. and, and I mean and we're talking about edge here Chris we're not talking about you you know what I mean I just thought it made him look really stupid I I didn't understand that I didn't either
2: yeah you know, he um, came from Ms. came from behind him right he, he when they when they started um mrs music they looked at the area where they come yeah, down
3: which is right, normal
2: then. yeah right so his back was turned so oh, in man. a way that was brilliant planning by the miz to you know hit my music and then come out from behind him chris
3: so, first first DEP now bill, bill out there we're, we're, uh, chris, come <laughs> on. chris what are we doing here mr rap and, and here's another thing i want to say i've said for a thousand times uh, Mr. Raptor Maurice. I think Maurice has such a beautiful face. She's got a good bro. They slap so much makeup on her tonight. Oh, I, I know kidding.
2: she doesn't stop. need it.
3: Yeah. Stop. You don't need that. The woman's got a beautiful face, Mr. Raptor. Yeah. And she had so much makeup on tonight. Come on. That's yeah, a no, matter.
2: I know. I, I, I agree with that, and uh, yeah. as we used to say in Queens, where I grew up, she gorgeous, absolutely yeah. Tiny gorgeous. Tiny Tim,
3: when you met him, didn't have that much makeup on.
2: Bro. Actually, it was close. Close. It was
3: close. Close.
2: <laughs> <laughs> really was. If you people don't know who Tiny Tim is, Google Tiny Tim yes, sings please. tiptoe through the tulips. My idol.
3: My idol. Go. Nice. Chris, go ahead. Nice. On with the show, Chris.
1: <laughs> hey, listen. Again, uh, I think people are enjoying it, so I'm. I'm I, I know. <laughs> Listen, I, I know uh, how the, when to steer the ship, and I know when to just let it go. <laughs> well, That's I
2: right. I've been close to her. I did some several YouTube interviews with her last year, not last year, a few years ago, and uh, she was just drop dead gorgeous. She's it's got beautiful. a beautiful face, yeah. beautiful, yeah, and her personality is wonderful too. Yeah, very nice. She's got that cute French, yeah. Canadian or French, uh, yeah, uh, charm about her.
1: Yeah, we oui, we. Oui. Absolutely. Yeah, Rene Francais. Rene goulet. goulet. Go
3: ahead. Rene goulet. There you
1: go. <laughs> That's all <laughs> the French you know. So Rene Goulet. Uh <laughs> Bianca Belair uh, defeats Dewdrop. Uh something else we called. Uh, uh, Vince Russo. So this is a trilogy of matches in order to get Bianca Belair uh, over. I I knew that they're going they're building up to the Finish spot. Can she lift up drop? I wish they would have put more weeks into this and actually did this at the pay per view. I think that would have been a better thing than just do a big, you know, jumble of matches. I think that big finish spot. Can she lift her up? I think it was diluted because of the mini matches. What do you think, Vince?
2: If it were me, if it were me hold on let me uh,
1: let me go to vince first let me go to vince first okay
3: well yeah i I agree with you chris because you know mr raptor the great historian will tell you we built throughout history you've built up some huge slams i mean remember when they built up the andre hulk remember when john stud was carrying around i think it was ten thousand dollar payoff so yeah bro i'm I'm with you one thousand percent chris I, and I would have gone beyond the pay-per-view. You really could have built this thing up to make it mean something. But, yeah, I think uh, I think they did it prematurely.
1: Yeah. Bill, if it, was, if it were you.
2: If it, no, if it were me, this wouldn't have happened at all. To me, Drop would be one of the best fan favorite jolly girls that ever came to WWE. She's got a terrific personality. Uh, the fans could adore her and love her, and she should be – a friend of Bianca Belair's against all the evil girls there. And I would take uh another person who's on the show. We can talk about later. I would take Otis and make Otis her boyfriend. They could be the cutest couple in the entire world.
3: Now, Mr. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Uh, Mr. Raptor, how long have you been married?
2: Well, you talking about both marriages together? Uh, no, the current marriage. The current marriage, 36. Six years. And what's your wife? Would you mind mentioning your wife's name? The lovely. I keep her out of this thing. Let's say it's uh, the lovely. Well, well, I'm trying to come up with a ring name for her. Okay. Uh, Uh, We'll call her uh, Penelope.
3: Penelope. Uh, That's my dog name. The lovely Penelope. Penelope. Even though you've married for married for 36 years, when you watch,
2: uh, wait, hold on. Was how many? No,
3: go ahead. I'm sorry. When you watch dewdrop. Are you looking for a spillage? Because she's she's borderline spillage like everywhere. Like one of those things is, is coming
2: out one of these. Are you looking for that miss? Oh, it almost happened tonight. So you well, are looking you so for the that answer, Bianca yes. Bianca went on top of her and covered the two things there. Oh, so the Oprah. answer is is that okay with uh, Mrs. Apter? We we do we don't have that kind of a relationship. Yeah, there's no
3: so it's okay. No. That you're yeah, looking for storage. Okay. It's now fine. let me ask you another question, Mr. Raptor. If I'm not you, looking for the jugs, personally. If
2: you, you are know. an old school, I always, I'm a guy. Good for you. Well, Let me
3: give him applause for that, Mr. <laughs> <All> Raptor. <right>, I, Mr. <laughs> Raptor, can I ask you another simple question? Now, you. Before I get one,
2: one chorus. Before I get uh, one chorus about drops, she's a lady. Oh, there you go. She's the <laughs> lady talking about. I, right, Mr. Yeah. Raptor, can I ask you another question? <laughs> one of my go-to songs by the way.
3: Yes. You've seen great 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 heels in your lifetime. You've
2: interviewed
3: billions of rule
2: them. breakers. Yes. There you rule. Go.
3: Mr. Raptor. Can I yes. can I ask you a, a simple question?
2: Whatever you want, that's why I'm here.
3: If you're wrestling Bianca Belair and you're well. a heel, and you're a heel and you've got her down. Aren't you just tying her, her hair? Aren't you just tying that to the to the rope and just keeping her down and just keep putting the boot? Aren't you tying that? Why is nobody tying her hair up to the rope?
2: Because You're, they'll get disqualified. But they're heels. And then they lose the match.
3: She's we got DDP light. We got DDP light over. How, how are you? How are you
2: and of course as you a loser? They don't get you of course to... as a loser, they don't get paid as much. Why
3: would that be a disqualification? Uh, how is a DQ? What's
2: that? Why how would that, that a be a
3: disqualification?
2: Why well you you're taking part of you're not break it's part of her body, so you have a four or five count to break the hold.
3: Would you mind giving well, me the number of that rule? What is the in the rule book? What number is that? It
2: varies, it's it's supposed to be a four. But some referees do go to five before they uh, yeah. before they'll oh, actually absolutely. disqualify or they'll push the the uh, the good guy off. And uh, yeah.
3: That's but yeah. I, I do agree with you, Chris. They definitely could have built to that and made it something really big.
2: Oh, nice. yeah. No, no. That, yeah. Th- th- this was premature. This was a giveaway match on TV where they could have made this. Uh, th- you know, they started putting dewdrop over. Really well as a as a as a, a good girl as a baby face. Right. There they really did, and then all of a sudden they just totally did it, a whole three sixty. And I didn't get it because I was really enjoying her ring performances. Yeah. I think the turn and, didn't make and sense. They'd show, they show the fans in the crowd, yeah. and the fans yeah. were loving her. Um, yep. Yeah. So, well, the fans are loving you, so we're gonna make you a heel. Yeah. yeah. Huh.
1: The turn. The turn didn't make sense. The turn was they all were backstage. And dewdrop out of everybody, was mad that Bianca Belair got title shots before, yeah. but she earned it because she won the Royal Rumble. So it's like the, the, the reasoning behind the turn didn't make sense. It was premature. She spent all that time. We, we've we talked even talked about this on the show before. She got all that time with even Marie being just, you know, bullied and all that. She broke out of that. That's even a bigger reason to be a baby mm-hmm. face and just uh, attract the, the young people to have that positive message. So that's yeah, what she they, should have look there. what
2: they could have done with all the merchandising mm-hmm. on her. Yeah. Seriously. Absolutely. I mean, they could have made a fortune on, on merchandising with with her. Now everybody's like, Oh, her again? It's terrible. She's she's a really good performer.
1: Yeah. So the word is that uh they uh wwe got the piper niven um name her or her original name uh and they are probably going to bring back the piper niven uh character so it seems like this is a, the end of dewdrop
2: that who knows the piper niven character you know what i'm saying i agree, majority yeah, of I agree. wrestling fans know the piper niven character no no No, I mean,
1: hardcore ones who followed her, you know, indie career and NXT UK and things like that. But no, I mean, the hardcore fans fans and most of
2: them are not fans of sports entertainment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So as far as as far as casual fans, no one no one knows that. So, yeah, uh, Finn Balor defeating Austin Theory uh bill after your thoughts on this who's who gets over it? balor wins but eventually theory gets his uh his his win back
2: yeah by attacking him uh backstage and having another yeah. one of those uh uh non-heard things with uh, vince who was writing nothing on a sheet of paper <laughs> um and see again that's too obvious i would have been able, been able to see him write his name down and tear it up or erase it or something um I like the first few weeks that I saw Austin Theory with this whole gimmick with the, uh, uh, with the selfies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. I really thought that they were going someplace with this, but I think they're not moving him up to another level. They're keeping him where it is, so it's the same thing every week at yeah. this point. Yeah. So the, the loss, what's it going to do? It gets Mr. McMahon angry at him, but what's where are they going with this?
0: Yeah, is
1: agreed.
2: that going to be his son? And then Shane comes back and says, "What are you doing? That's my father." I actually oh, yeah. wouldn't be
1: opposed to that. Shane versus theory at WrestleMania. There's your sane spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, really.
2: The uh, yeah. the person who wins loses the match um, is Vince's son.
1: There you go. I think that gimmick is uh, uh, dead and gone. But uh, I'm going to
2: do my Austin awesome theory right now. Smile.
1: There you go. Gotcha. Vince, Finn Balor, awesome theory. Chris,
3: everything, everything on this show is just getting so prolonged and drawn out. And and here's what they don't understand. Bro, nobody cares. Like nobody, we don't care. Nobody cares about any of this, and it just—it's getting drawn out so they could fill their three hours, you know, every week. You know, Bill, I—I I, I said this all along because I was in that spot and I was writing this show. Yeah, Bill, the here's the problem: the the, the structure is broken. Vince McMahon is still basically writing this show and he literally is writing and rewriting and ripping up things the day of. So there's no planning because there's no planning. They're not developing characters and they're not developing stories Outside of the ring, because that takes planning, bro. When you're when you're gonna do a uh, a a of Austin breaks into Brian Pillman's house and the thousands of other vignettes and stories that have been told, that stuff takes planning. When you're writing this show the day of, because the structure of creative is completely broken. Chris, we're seeing this. Every week it's ring, 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 ring. Everything takes place within the ring, within the body of some kind of a match or attack. So, you know, now by the time you get to the pay-per-view, it's been so repetitive and you've seen so many different looks that by the time you get to, you know, day one, Nobody cares, yeah. and that's because they're not doing things outside of the ring. That's it, it, the problem.
1: And I agree. It doesn't take much for me. No, it it doesn't, doesn't take much because I remember the the feud between the Ultimate Warrior and Papa Shango back yep. in the early nineties, right? Really? And you know, it was one of those things where uh, the Ultimate Warrior was a couple. It was a couple of big ones during the feud. Ultimate Warrior beats Enhancement Talent. He celebrates on the apron, Papa Shango comes out, you know, and he, he does this little spell and all of a sudden the, other, the ultimate warrior, his side is hurting and he falls down and he has to get, you know, he has to get medical attention. And then of course we, you know, many people remember the the goo segment, right? He he's, uh he's interviewing with, uh, I think it was Gene Oakland at the time. And he's talking, you oh, know, the power of the warriors, right? All of a sudden. The black goo comes down and he's like, Warriors, Warriors, and I remember like, oh my gosh, like this is this is crazy, man. He's put all these spells on this guy. And that was a way to build the Undertaker. I mean, not the Undertaker, but the Ultimate Warrior as a baby face. And it didn't take one time them touching each other, didn't take one time them having a match. It, it 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 didn't even make the match really relevant. I mean, it, like to me, it was like the story was so riveting that they could have done wrist locks and a finishing move, and it still would have it still would have made sense if Ultimate Warrior would have right, won, sure. which he did. Because that, that's I just, how you build a story.
2: I just wrote a column for Sports Keeda tonight uh, about a, uh, a veteran wrestler who used to do the leg drop all the time. Mm, be you have to go back to move forward and you need someone back from those days who doesn't need himself to get over anymore Mm -hmm. because he can't work in the ring anymore. And maybe to fine tune what's going on currently, or here's how I would fine tune this because this is what we did and it worked. And maybe the, and the fans today probably have never seen us or maybe to take a character like an Austin theory and put some sort of an, old school idea behind what they're doing right now mm-hmm. to bring him up.
1: Yep. Yes, indeed. I think you need to
2: go back to go forward. I really I agree. I agree. And you can catch that uh, column on SportsKita.com. Just go to the bill After profile and it'll take you right to the story. It was put up about two hours ago
1: and follow his profile too, by the way. Well, thank uh, you. I appreciate uh, that.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Very nice. I have, uh, uh, I have to run. Uh, I have a. I actually have a twelve a midnight meeting with someone from my day gig nice. that I have to nice. go to. Um, but before we go, um, I did want to discuss uh, Omas and AJ Styles. The comparison with the uh, you know Omas and uh, Andre the Giant. Uh, it was very well put by whoever had the Miz say that he's not another Andre the Giant. He's mm-hmm. the first omas because mm-hmm. you cannot compare him I, with Andre the Giant. You can't yes, compare indeed. anyone with Andre the Giant.
1: Yeah, he's the eighth all. one in the world for a reason. Bill yeah. After. Yeah, so uh,
2: after at After
1: One Wrestling, and you've got a book, right? Didn't you didn't you write a
2: book? You know, I've got right? to ask you a question. Is uh wrestling fixed? Hmm. That's a good
1: question. What do you got? What do you got, Bill? What do you think? You don't
2: know the name of the book by which Six and a half. I didn't years. think it was broken. Read the butt. I, I didn't know it was broken. broken. <laughs> I got more compliments. That, real quick, the re- the true story. There was a kid. I was shooting uh, a match in Marietta, Georgia, between Abdullah the Butcher and uh Mister Wrestling Number Two. And a little kid comes over me. He said, "Mister, you you taking pictures of two and Abdullah, and if that would that match fixed?" And I just. Didn't even think I said, I didn't know it was broken. And his father said, that's right, son, you can't fix what. So when ECW Press was going to publish my book, the bill after I said, no, no, no. It needs to be something catchy. It needs to be a catchphrase. And they loved the title right away. And I said, I want the book cover to scream out like an old magazine.
3: That's awesome. I don't want it
2: to be flat. So, but no, thank you. I appreciate the the plug. And I still um, uh, have my YouTube channel. Uh, BillActor.com or OneWrestlingVideo.com, and I'd really love to do this uh, again. I'm trying to make the rounds once a month on all the sports kita video shows, and I would love to come back here.
3: We'd love to have you back, Bill. It's yeah, I got to bring you on some of my shows, man. You got, we got to talk, man. I got to bring you on some of my shows.
2: Oh, let's do it! But I want to. When are we doing the singing night? We're,
3: we're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna DM you. We're gonna set that up. Wow. Yes.
2: All right, and you know I do a lot of Barry Manilow.
3: Yeah, that's I. I know every Barry Manilow song.
2: Do you really? We're two ships
3: that pass through the night, and we
2: smile oh, and we, we say, say it's, it's alright. Right. Let's just get the We're door. still, still here. here. It's just that we're out of sight, I like, like those ships. ships. That
3: best life. Life. Never, never,
2: never do you know that. that that was written in my he rarely ever sang that in concert because he had a broken family and that was about his father i did not know he that. didn't know until he was older i love that yeah. song. i'm a song. fan yeah. of yeah so huge yeah. okay anyway thank you all god bless me, mr Raptor, for uh, uh letting me uh be part of this god bless and uh I'll see you at the matches eventually. You are a Very national nice. treasure. And so are so are all of you. I really welcome, appreciate man. it. Thank you, Bill. And I'm looking right. to see how to get out of here. <laughs> I'll,
3: I'll kick you out.
2: <laughs> leave studio. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, <laughs> everybody who's watching. Hi, right,
1: Bill. Always a Love pleasure, man.
3: Bye-bye. Yes. Yes. Bro, he really is a national treasure. I he say is. that all the time. I don't think people understand. Like he is a national treasure. I mean that. To, uh, you know, to ha- still have Bill Aptor around is a gift, man. It
1: is, man. Absolutely. And as many as long as he's been in the business and, uh, <clears throat> and I've had several conversations with after but even before I start writing for for Sports Keto um, the I've been a journalist for uh, 10 or so years now and I've had conversations years ago with Bill after and he gave me some some awesome tools. I met him for the first time in person. Um, WrestleMania 33 in Orlando. Uh, I was doing media for the hall of fame. We were both on the floor and, uh, we met each other for the first time after talking on the phone a bunch of times before that. And, uh, had a great, great conversation and uh great guy, man. I, yeah, uh, I love it. My, I love like the Bill. guy. Yeah. It's awesome. Dude. Yep. All right. Well, Vince Russo, <clears throat> it's time to turn gimmicks in the gimmick aid. Um, your thoughts on AJ and Omos's breakup. I told you that they were going to break up and that AJ was going to be the baby face. I called this one out too. Vince, what do you think?
3: Chris, I hate to say this. I just hate to say this. And I think it goes back to what you said about, you know, Bianca Belair and the press, and we could have built that up bro. Just, the way they're doing these things, there's not enough of a bill. There's not enough stock. There's not enough story. There's not enough involvement to make anybody care. I'm going to throw a perfect example of you at you, Chris, because they've done it before a million times, okay? The rockers on the set of the barber shop. Uh-huh. That's an oh-my-God moment. You know, I, I'll go back further. You know, Spiro Sarion shoving the, the feathers down the throat of Chief J. Strongbow, his partner. I was traumatized as a kid. You've it's got Abisco to...
1: Sabisco do- turning on San Martino.
3: Yes, Abisco, You've got to make it mean something. This yep. is not AJ's fault. This is not is fault, but Doctor, I'm gonna ask you: What have they done in this relationship to make me care about this breakup? I there's there there is no emotional attachment for me whatsoever.
1: Hundred percent.
3: And then Chris, 100%. exactly. Now you are going back to Do Drop? Okay, bro. So we do this, and next week's the match.
1: Right what yeah. no build. no build. what happened to the saga what happened to the episodic feel i, I say this all the time you, vince
3: you can't what? write
1: it the day of you chris you can't
3: you can't create that the day of yes i
1: agree 100 you can't I mean, it has to be a saga i have to be into the story arc whatever it is And there's no story that was built around this breakup. It just for the past couple of weeks that they kind of tease it and all of a sudden they break up. That's not a good way to turn AJ babyface again. I just that's just not a way to do it. There has to be some type of, you know, story that comes week after week. You build this thing up and the more you build it up, the more AJ has that underdog feel to him. And then even in this segment, A.J. was getting his, his, some licks in. And then Omos just kind of holds him and chokes him up. And then he slams him. And that, that, was, that was the end of the segment. I mean, where, where do you go from that? Uh, you know,
3: bro, you got to understand. I worked with A.J. for a decade. Nobody loves this guy more than I do. I should have some type of connection to that's my boy. Bro, I believe it or not, I managed AJ at one point. I went me and my wife actually went to church with AJ and his wife. I love this kid, and I've got no emotion. That's not his fault. Yeah. Why do I care about this? And then the matches next. Why do I care, bro?
1: And it doesn't even like make it seem like it doesn't make the turn seem um, just riveting, like just engaging because it didn't seem like AJ even wanted to turn because he still wanted to tag with Omos and he wanted to tag him in. But Omos, for some reason, didn't want to tag him in. So all of a sudden, then he gets mad, which is more of a heel move. So Omos is kind of playing the baby face. And then when he beats him up, he's kind of playing the heel
3: it's just so inconsistent god, bro eyes. i go back remember, remember the superpowers bro absolutely and the way like my god what what stakes and what like oh my i swear to god chris sometimes it blows my mind cuz you got a lot of the same people there you got the pritches there you, you Heyman, you got vince it sometimes it blows my mind cuz i always ask the question do you not remember what brought you to the dance right how how have you forgotten all these great masterful things you've done in the past how have you forgotten that bro
1: like a simple turn like a simple turn Vince you can't simply you can't even do a simple turn nowadays that's what boggles my mind it's just makes no sense and it's just like Andre is like, again, I go back to Hogan Andre. Andre was the babyface for 15 years, headlining shows everywhere, doing battle royals, holding up people, you know, with his arms, with his big curly fro, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden he gets upset that Hogan has this big, You know, award, and he gets a small reward. Then he gets this weasel talking to him, like, "Man, you don't deserve that." He gets Bobby Heenan on his side. All of a sudden, he rips Hogan's chain, and Hogan's like, "Not like this, brother. I'm into the story. It makes sense of why Andre's like, "Uh, I've been achieving all these things for all these years. You come in and you get this title, and you get, uh, yeah, I I do kind of feel some type of way about that." Yeah. And that's a again. You don't need a lot of physicality involved in that. It this ho- that whole thing that was months in in yep. the making. Yep. And that ended the 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 payoff was a slam, Vince. Yep. That yep. that's how riveting yep. going before the match was. It the payoff was a slam, and that alone is like yeah, okay, you did something right with bringing us to the dance to bringing us to that moment where he just simply slammed them. Nowadays. I mean, what's a slam I mean, a super kick, a, a Canadian destroyer, a, you know, a plancha where someone's holding up like it doesn't less is more. I'm, I'm a psychology doctor and less is more most of the time Vince. Yep. And it's all you, you're kind of building up these things now that nothing's good enough because you've built up to super kicks and planches from, you know, from the rafters and all that. Now you don't know what to do. Now now it's just like, uh, I'm just kind of like,
3: it's not a blank. I don't know what to do. I got to tell you something, man. It's like, you know, in my time in working with him, uh, you know, Hulk and I had our ups and downs, and I think Eric had a lot to do with that. To be honest with you, I, I really believe that. But my point is, I swear to God, bro, the more and more I watch every Monday night, the more and more and more I understand how great Hulk was. Mm. I, when when you look at Hulk Hogan now, and if you go back and look, and you look at today's th- this guy. His legacy is getting greater and greater and greater and greater with him doing absolutely nothing because bro, you know, and I'm sure he had a lot to do with his character. I know he did when I worked with him, he was very, very protective. I mean, and sometimes it was difficult to work with, but he was protecting his character, bro. And when you look at that character and you look at today's wrestling, Bro, I mean, my God, like it, it, it is night and day, man. Sure. Yeah. And it's, I, I just, like I said, I don't know. I, I understand Vince is getting older. Bruce is younger than me. Have you forgotten the formula here? And bro, don't tell me the formula doesn't work. Don't tell me the formula doesn't work in 2021. You guys can't even stake claim to that because you're not trying it. Correct. You're not trying it, bro. it's, It's non-existent. Yeah. And you just keep every single one of these feuds I'm just sitting here saying, I don't care, 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 I don't care. I mean, Chris, I remember, man, bro, because my son was born on that day, and, bro, I was, uh, you know, I, I I was in my, you know, late 20s. Chris, I remember when Savage beat Steamboat, when Steamboat beat Savage at WrestleMania. Bro, a couple of weeks later... They had a steel cage match in Madison Square Garden. I was an adult. I could not wait to go to see that match. Bro, yeah. they were cutting the promos behind the cage. And, like, Savage was, like, crawling up oh, that cage. It. I'm like, bro, I I was, like, a 28-year-old. I got to go see this. yeah, Bro, this has nothing to do with my age and this and that. I was a grown-ass man. <laughs> I'm watching every – there's nothing that – why do I care? Edge Ed is a huge star. You know, I had yeah. the privilege of working with him when he just broke in. Mm-hmm. Why do I care about Edge and Miz?
0: Why
1: Agreed. do I care? Yeah. And, I and again, just the simplest things. I remember back in the 90s when they would have, like, the – just kind of like the, the, the promos, kind of like the pre-show promos. And someone like uh, Earthquake, like John Tinta, for instance, like he's just doing this, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and Jimmy Hart's like doing a lot of the talk, and he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, he didn't even have to do anything. He's just no. kind of going back and forth, the Ricker scale, the trimmers and things like that. And it made his character, just doing that, yep. it made his character like, oh, man, like Hogan might – this might be the one yep. who takes out yep. Hogan. You know yep. what I mean? Like that's that's basically what the what the heels were in the 80s and early 90s like, oh, wait a minute. Here comes Earthquake, he might take out Hogan. Here comes Stud, he might be the one. Here co- I, Okay, Andre might be the one. You know what I mean? Right.
3: And that's how it was back in the day. And 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 now, bro, you got to think for a second before you even remember who the champ is. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because they're coming out first.
1: I mean that's that's why they, they they don't feel different, they don't feel better, they don't feel other than you know. What I mean that's that's the thing. I, like when we the, the tag match, the first out, out of all the four, the first person that come to come out was Big E, the champion. And I was like, see, I don't like that. You yeah. that's you have yeah. to protect your characters. Yeah. Big E should be the last person to come out because he's the champ. It should be focused on him and he's lost in the shadows. Yep. Cause everybody else is coming out after him. Just yep. as simple, simple as that. Yep. Uh we have uh we, we talked about uh Finn Balor, um uh Orton and, and Gable. Uh so they're building up the RK on, on uh Otis. So that's that's the big buildup with
3: that. Yeah, well what what build up? It's next week. Yeah, yeah. I was he, thinking the he, exact he couldn't same thing. he couldn't hit him with the RKO this week next week bro next week
1: exactly like, I was thinking my the, God, the same thing bro
3: it's like holy this is paint by numbers man yes
1: yes it's so funny you said that I was thinking the same thing I was like, okay so so there's something to build to will he hit the RKO next week on Raw I just. Why do you do that? I, I just don't understand it. Why, why so why so microwave? You, you gotta put this thing in the oven, man. Let it let it cook. Uh next we have uh Ziggler and Priest. This contender's match. Why well, don't get the contender's match. It's called Joey. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Time
0: out! Time out! Time out! Joey! Time out! Joey!
3: We are not. I don't care how long no, Mr. Raptor was on this show. <laughs> we are not flying past that 24-7 segment. Oh, I missed it, man. I might, uh, I might have did. dozed off. Oh, Chris. Dude, I, I kid you not. I was I'm usually
1: here in my office watching, doing something else so I don't fall asleep. My wife... She wanted to watch. She just, she just wanted to watch TV with me. She wanted to spend time with me. She was willing to watch wrestling oh, to spend time God. with
3: Bless me. Bless her heart. Bless her. That's heart. a big deal.
1: And oh. so I kid you not, Vince, she couldn't get past half of it. Nine thirty, she was out, and she doesn't go to sleep that early. She was, she was out at nine thirty, bro. And this so yeah, I, this. I, there was a couple no. times where I just, I just dozed off because I, I wasn't doing anything but on my phone, and I was just like. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I need to do uh, yeah. something here.
3: So I this, missed it, man. This 24-7 was so bad, bro. It was like a winter wonderland and mm. uh, it, just horrible, 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 what happened? horrible. Oh my God. T- t- Tamina was on the scene again and Tamina okay. and Dana Brooke wind up getting into it. And, you know, they were on a, like some kind of set, like when you go to see Santa, there's trees and, and icicles. And it was, it bro. it's wow. horrible. It's just horrible. It's just horrible. Wow. Was that, that was, so that
1: was before Ziggler and priest right before it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, this contenders match. So, Ziggler wins by countout, meaning that he's going to get a UI, United States championship at day one. No. Next
3: week I, overall, ladies and gentlemen. You, you know what I hate more than anything? He, 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 he is, I, I swear to God, you talk about just insulting in me. Ziggler's been a wrestler for God knows how long. So, now Damian Priest makes the scary face. And Ziggler's running away from him. Yeah. But I always say this all the time: don't don't give me a baby face heel, baloney. Why are you becoming a professional wrestler if you're gonna run away from a you really should be getting in another profession? <laughs> you know, you're, you're you're a professional wrestler because you're gonna be wrestling and fighting these people. You make the decision to get into wrestling only to run away. From people that make scary faces, come, bro. Come on, you be ya, man? Of those Scary faces, and man. we call this last week too, bro. Because Damian Priest wrestled Rude, and we said next week he's wrestling. We we yeah. said it, bro. Yeah, it's predictable, man. I I
1: don't understand the concept of the contenders matches. When I watched wrestling, it was contenders matches between two people
3: yep.
1: that weren't the champion to face the champion because the yep. champion's above they should be reaching for the champion not going against them to beat them to go against them again there's so, there's plenty of people backstage to have these contenders matches without actually having a champion it's not a contenders match it's a it's a person who may be a contender if they beat the champion match it doesn't make any sense at all it doesn't logic is is horrible beating the that just goes to show how 50 50 it is nowadays you have to beat the champion in order to win the championship why didn't you just win the championship then (laughs) that that just doesn't make sense to me like if so many times like this was a count out so it's a different different deal but there's so many times that people act like for instance on SmackDown, the New Day beat the Usos, pinned them, pinned pinned them. Love the I love the New Day; they're my favorite tag team. But they were in, the, they was like, okay, we're we're going to go against each other in day one, but let's go against each other tonight. And they just beat them clean. And I'm like, why don't you just win the championships then? I just, yeah. that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. You got to You got to separate the champions, man. Yeah. Again, we talk about this all the time when it comes to MMA. That's like me beating the mma champion and i'm ranked like number four or three and i'm just like oh, i'll just go against the champion tonight yeah. but let's just bill it as that if i beat him i just beat him yeah. i don't get the title that just yeah. doesn't make sense to me at all yeah now we got uh we talked about the finn Balor being attacked by austin theory and then <laughs> your segment mr McMahon and austin theory again he and he goes, and, and, and that all leads to a rematch, Vince, between Theory and Balor. That's that's what we get from yeah. this.
3: And, bro, and th- think it, think about the Vince McMahon character we once knew. Yeah. Now you're going to give this guy another chance to prove himself when you got a locker room of a of, of hundred guys. Like, right. why? Yeah. Why? And he lost clean. I
1: mean, there wasn't anything like it wasn't screwy. It wasn't the the ref got distracted, anything. It was a clean win. So why are you giving him another shot? And he lost cleanly. There was nothing to stop them. And so it just doesn't make sense to me at all. And then then we go back to the pencil thing.
3: Like what's what's this pencil giving? And he was erasing like nothing. Yeah. He just like I don't <laughs> know. Bro, listen, let, let let's be honest. He's way too old for the storyline to be like Austin Theory's my son. He yeah. would have had to have Austin when he was like 55. Yeah. Like that ain't happening. So I don't i I don't know. I don't know where we're going with this, bro.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. And even if he beats, like for instance, next week, if also theory beats Finn Balor, what does that even mean nowadays? Well, that like was, he is the Finn Balor hasn't been built for uh Austin Theory beating him to even mean anything. That means
3: we could uh drag the demon back out and stretch oh, it out dude. another three that months, means we can bro. exactly. I'm sitting here, I could not, I'm going hell, 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 higher and higher yes. in my volume. I'm like, will you freaking speak <laughs> up, bro? Like, this is ridiculous.
1: I heard a few things. He was, oh, you know. I, just, I, just, I like her because I like to fire people during during Christmas. It makes me feel really really, really, really. They're
3: like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, bro. I don't. Maybe we're just not getting the joke. I don't. know. I, I guess not. I guess not, man. Bro, brother, can <laughs> you imagine though if as a shoot like talent is meeting with this guy when with their their future and their livelihood, and they don't they they don't understand what he's saying, right? Yeah, that's you can't that's probably you can't why we got saying, raw
1: that Looks like it does now,
3: bro. You can't keep saying what, what? Like you right. can't, like you can't keep doing that to him. that once with Vince. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> what do you mean? What I said? Yeah, <laughs> you don't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man,
0: bro! Poor uh,
1: some people were making uh, good points. I, Austin, actually could be Shane's son. <laughs> That's <all. laughs> yeah,
3: he, he could. He legitimately could. So maybe so he's Vince's yeah. grandson now. There you go, grandson.
1: No. Yeah, he's his there grandson. Okay. Yeah, very man. nice. That's man. why you bring a change back. He gets, yeah. he gets, yeah, he gets a majority st- He gets a minority stake or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, Shane was born in '70, I believe, right? And so, yeah, he's Shane's 51, I believe. So, like yeah, that, yeah, theory's like 26 or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, he can he can be a son. Yeah. Uh, Austin Theory is 20, uh, 24. Yeah. Yeah. So Shane would have had him at, uh, 27. at 26, 26 years old, man. Yeah. The 20, 20, 27. I think Shane was born. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what month he was. 26 27 it? He was born in yeah January of 70. So he, yeah. he, he would have been uh he would have been 27. So yeah. Uh let's see. Now we have uh, the cutting edge. Uh we talked about that with the Maurice segment, and uh then <clears throat> I didn't see the 24-7 segment, but what I did see, Vince. He's not just my future,
3: <laughs> bro. Bro, <laughs> somebody said I don't know if they were ribbing me or not. Somebody said they've shown the vignette eleven times. Bro, someone
1: gave me a um, a screenshot count of on Twitter, and they tagged me on there, and they tagged me uh, all the times that they've shown um, the times the. the Plugging him to come, yeah. Somebody so, said it was eleven times. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <It's>
1: crazy. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, he's not just my future. He's not just
3: your future. Fairman,
1: Virm- man
3: is our future, bro. I don't understand. Like, who, who is saying okay, we we couldn't get gender over. But we're gonna get this guy over. Why? What 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 didn't Jinder have that you couldn't get him over? But this guy you're gonna get over tell, tell me what 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 and
1: what's tainted
3: uh and what's what's so tainted
1: is that the fact when he was veer and Shanky and cranky with Jinder Mahal, like no one knew that like that's forget it like everybody's just gonna forget the fact that he was just basically a, a job guy teaming up with jinder mahal and shanky and cranky and being in raw underground and being like the the fall boy for you know for jinder mahal we just forget all of that Man, that means nothing i don't know bro but well one thing we do know Virgin,
3: yes, it's yes. coming to roll. Yes.
1: Where's my uh where's my applause, man? Where's my hold this is awesome? Hold on. Here you
3: go. <laughs> v- oh. <laughs> there you go, Chris. All right, all
1: right. Here, listen, we gotta do it again. All right, I'm about to give him a big plug, and after I'm done, give him the crickets. All right, all right go
0: ahead, go
1: ahead. Next week. Two days after Christmas, season's greetings because this man is coming to Raw. He's fair.
0: <laughs> Very nice.
3: Very
1: nice. Oh, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> um. Rhea Ripley defeats Queen Zelina. Another thing, another match that we've seen at Nauseum, man. That just really doesn't put anybody over. And lost this week. She won this. Uh, Rhea Ripley
3: won. may be the most wasted talent on this. Oh season. yes, she's oh a. Gosh. One thing she's got to work on, though, bro. That I, that I hate what she does. She telegraphs everything. She does. She, like she sets up way too. Yeah, well.
1: She does a clothesline. Yeah. It's just yeah, like kinda, it's, yeah.
3: it's yeah, but um, but she's a beast, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Like, she, she totally, totally, totally miscasted being wasted. I a hundred percent agree. I mean, she's yeah.
1: she's incredible. And I think you know, losing last week, winning this week, I just what in the world does that do with her character? And they're saying, okay, well, she won this week because Nikki A.S.H. isn't there. So does that oh, mean Nikki no, turns, no. she turns? Oh, no, no,
3: another another breakup, bro, for yeah, us another anticipating? Oh, yeah. I can't wait, I can't They had,
1: what, three breakup segments last week, and so, like, they had one officially. They had three breakup teases last week. Yeah. And now they kind of teased Lashley and uh, MVP, too. Yeah. It was yep. a tease. And then they did the official with AJ and Omos. Yeah. And then they teased Rhea and Nikki. So that's three, that's three teases or three yep. breakup segments again. Yep. Next, we have um Liv Morgan. Man, that, I literally dozed off on this promo. Oh, my, that's
3: what I'm saying, bro. Like, I, I swear to God, bro. Like, I, I, there are so many of these segments where they're eating up so much time and nothing is said yeah. like absolutely nothing is said, man. This was a horrible, horrible,
1: horrible job of building. Like I just stuff like this has to be rehearsed Vince. I mean, yeah. you can't have confidence because I mean, I I'm really pulling for live, but There's nothing of her first spot in the main event, all right. So you really have to spend a lot of time grooming her, doing a lot of promo classes because she her mic work is very weak. She has the look, she has the potential, good moveset set in the ring, solid performer as far as in the ring, but just her character though. She does the little tear rhinestones thing. I don't understand that. I just the the the. I, who is
3: she like who is live morgan what's her what's her gimmick vets and then bro like it, it it's so that that one scene that they showed from smackdown so they set it up bro that this is becky's gym right So this is becky's home gym like going into oh uh, ohio state bro going into their f- arena Yep. you go so bro she's going into Becky's arena yeah. with all Becky's students and all Becky's people there she's going to catch everybody by surprise and attack Becky yep. in her yard yep. but before she does anything she's going to stand there for 10 seconds and nobody's going to do a damn thing yeah. while she's holding a can like what what What, bro? Bro, can you imagine me jumping you at your house and all your friends are over? You got a house full of people. But I decide, I'm going to walk in Dr. Chris's house. I'm going to stand there. All his friends are going to be there. I'm going to have a baseball bat in my hand, and I'm just going to wait till he's... Of the freaking logic, bro, of anything they do, bro. Again, I'm just putting myself in the shoes of the producer. If I'm the producer, that's what I'm saying. Wait a minute. She's entering Becky's house,
0: yeah,
3: with all Becky's people with a weapon, yes, and she's just going to stand there. Like, do you know how illogical that whole thing is, bro?
1: everybody there's female uh train trainees there they're just like oh wow wow like she's got a kindle stick too they all should have just rallied up and take taking the kindle stick it's but so, no it's we'll just so let her,
3: freaking illogical yeah bro. we'll just let her it's beat so, up yeah. on our
1: teacher you know our trainer yeah uh last we have biggie and lastly defeating owens and rollins and then uh then Lashley gets jumped. What's up with baby facing uh Lashley nowadays? What, what's up with that, man? They make they're gonna make him
3: the new baby face. I guess so. I mean, that's what it feels like the last couple of weeks. It does.
1: Why you, though?
3: I don't know. That's what I was just gonna ask you. Why, why, why am I rooting for Bobby Lashley? Well, like, why? That doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Like, you have a baby face, you have Big E use what you have correctly yeah. like why would if why would we think that the WWE is going to book another babyface right if the babyface with a ton of charisma way more charisma than Big E than Bobby Lashley has you book him wrong it seems like there's more meat on the bone yeah to big to to book Big E right because of his right. charisma yeah. than to be uh, book a mvp less babyface bobby lashley now I like Lassie as a face, but I think that there's a lot more work to do that you have to spend some more time on that WWE doesn't have the patience to build.
3: And, bro, and what else? Okay, and what else are we teasing? We're teasing something between Owens and Rollins. Right. Same exact, I, I mean, the same exact thing, bro.
1: Agreed, man. Yep, agreed. Well... Vince Russo, um, uh, it's always a pleasure uh, doing these shows with you because you understand, you understand, you get it, Vince. And so, let the listeners know. But before we go, before we, before we plug the brand, there's one more thing to plug. You ready? Get ready, get ready. Coming to Raw,
0: there, cricket. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, the people were buzzing me all week long about uh deb popping last week over you doing the thing. <laughs> that's all that's all i was getting all week long like that's all i was i got getting... a
1: lot of uh tweets about uh mumbling vents oh, uh, you know pe- people say that my both mumbling vents and regular vents impressions are spot on so hey uh, uh sk nation if you if you want me to do more Vince McMahon impersonations, hey, you got to give the people what they want, you know. And so that's what we're going to do. More more Vince McMahon. Uh, so, uh, listen, you're going to get a Vince McMahon impression every single week as long as Veer Mahan vignettes are and As long as he mumbles on Raw, you will get a Vince McMahon impression every single week. So yeah, uh, there we go. Let him know about the uh, brand, my man.
3: Yeah, guys, please. Speaking of Vince, man, I did my fourth my fourth part of Vince versus Vince, bro. I'm giving you the whole history of me and Vince because I'm putting it to bed forever. And uh, I'm, I'm working towards our last email exchange, which I, I can't wait to talk about because I think it's going to give you a lot of insight as to where this guy's head is with the way his company is Right now, and uh, it's a really good series, guys. You could check that out, man. That's on uh, patreon.com forward slash russo twc vince versus vince. Yeah, and subscribe
1: to your twitch too. Plug your twitch, man. I was uh Looking at the uh, I, I, I while trying to go into it, and I saw that I had to subscribe, I was trying to get uh, watch the uh, That's Life. I was on Twitter yeah.
3: today, yeah, yeah. I do That's Life every uh, week. That is the most important show on Russo's brand, but yeah, guys, I, I'm always on Twitch, man. I, I'm always interacting with everybody on Twitch. I do karaoke on Twitch, that is twitch.tv forward slash Vince Russo Live.
1: You guys, yes, that's me on yes twitch.tv forward slash vince russo live yeah absolutely <laughs> yes <laughs> yes he's vince russo i'm dr chris featherstone what this do you think we can, uh,
3: can 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 listen what are the odds of us getting paid to bury something on that? <laughs> what are you, you think we can make that happen? is there anything million to one? Million we, bro, million to is there one. anything we're ever gonna get that guy to bury?
1: I think every week we should like bring somebody up just just to see. Like like we'll just throw a name out there, like Veer, Ma- Veer Mahan. Veer Mahan. Veer Mahan.
3: Veer Mahan. <laughs> bro, Veer Mahan. if he puts over Veer Mahan. <laughs> 24
1: 7 be... segment. There we go. Oh we're, we're, no, we're, bro. Yeah,
3: we gotta try that. We gotta we're throw that it. in. <laughs> oh my god, bro. That's too much. All right. So
1: everybody, so everybody who's uh watching this right now, catch us on thursdays vince uh, DDP, myself for the bro show, uh, every Thursday night at 10 30 p.m. Eastern time. And uh we're gonna we're gonna try. We're gonna try. We're gonna try to throw some out there for DDP yeah. to bury. <laughs> yes. he does not hold a shovel in his hand. No, uh, he's not. he's a he's a kind soul. So yes, yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Legion of Raw. Be sure to catch us Thursday for the Bro show, bro. Hold on. Before we go, I got my drum. Here we go. Ready? All right.
3: Big finale. Big finale.
1: Here's the hype.
3: I got my drum. Big finale. All right, here we go. Ready? Bro! Bro
1: Show! Bro! Bro Bro Show! Yes! (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Have a good night, everybody. Peace!